congregation participation time with a show of hands how many are confused with today's parable very good at least we're being honest and and hopefully looking at it because at surface level it seems to be saying that jesus praises theft this dishonest steward is a thief and perhaps that's the very reason Uh, In Jesus' mind, that he would be being called before his master in the first place. He squandered his property. And, well, in a penny and a pound. If he's already squandered the property, he might as well continue it, right? And that is indeed exactly what Jesus says he does. He calls in his master's debtors and invites them to rewrite the promissory note of what they owe to the master. Now, some try to explain it away. He was probably just, you know, getting rid of the interest or, or whatever. No. It wasn't his to get rid of in the first place, even if it was interest. There is an Old Testament uh, commandment that you should not collect interest. So, you know, that whole thing. But it, it wasn't his money to deal with. So he still squandered it. He still did something illegal, immoral with it. But notice what the master also does. If he's squandered his property, the master would have had every right to not only fire him, and fire him immediately, but to throw him into prison, a debtor's prison, where he would repay back the master. Instead, he intends just to dismiss him. Of course, even now, somebody who has a job in the financial uh, industry of whatever it is, accounting or whatever, they're charged with embezzlement, they're probably never going to get a job in a financial aspect. and They're probably not even going to be able to be running a register at a grocery store because they have not been faithful in that large matter. They're not going to be held uh, faithful or deemed faithful in that small matter. This dishonest steward realizes that. I'm not strong enough to dig, and the only other option is to beg. I have to admit, I kind of understand where he is. I'm not strong enough to dig either. But there are other options. But, as I reflected on it further, his whole life he's trained to be an accountant, to be a steward to be whatever it is that he does. It's either manual labor or nothing. And so he does this dishonest thing in order to buy him friends. Now, this follows on the heels, of course, of last week's gospel, where we had, hopefully you remember, the parables of the lost, the lost sheep, the lost coin, and what I would call the lost sons. And I think Jesus is inviting us, and St. Luke certainly is in recording it so close, inviting us to think about that, how that son who took his father's wealth, the honest wealth, although dishonestly gained, and squandered it. Squandered it with many friends. And of course, when the money was gone, so were his friends. And here we have this dishonest steward, who knows that the money is going to be gone, so he buys friends with it. Not only that, 
Last week we heard of the son coming to some repentance. How many of my father's hired hands would be treated in such a way? I need to go, go back and tell him I've sinned against heaven and against you. Take me back not as a, a son, but as a servant. Here, there's no repentance. What shall I do? Oh, I'm going to cheat him more. Like I already said, in a penny, in a pound. If you squandered a little, you might as well keep squandering until you're put to an end. But I don't think Jesus is praising the theft. In fact, I'm relatively sure he wouldn't praise this theft because it is condemned in the Old Testament and even in today's first reading. Did you catch that? All the ways that we're going to cheat the people. We're going to even sell the refuse of the wheat, the empty halls. We're going to even sell that, that worthless stuff, the stuff that has no nutritional value, the stuff that if you were going to plant that, that seed to, to grow, the stuff that's not going to grow any more wheat. We're going, to, we're, going to, we're going to rig the scales so that we come out ahead. We're going to do whatever we can, and the Lord will put a swift end to them. The Lord does not like dishonest people. And so if that's true, then there's something more for us to ponder. And I think it has to do with the very fact of who Jesus addresses this parable to. See, I have to admit, sometimes I, even I get caught up in, it has to be moral, it has to be moral, it has to be moral. But this parable is addressed to the disciples, where they already know what's moral and what's not moral. And so I think Jesus is trying to make a point. If this dishonest steward did that with dishonest wealth, if he did that, why are we not doing more with the stuff that legitimately is ours? Because God has given it to us. God has given us stewardship of everything. I believe it's in Ephesians. He tells us he's given us every spiritual blessing in the heavens. He's given us gifts and talents, all sorts of things for the upbuilding of the kingdom. He's given it all to us. And to be honest, we squander it by not using it. We squander it by not putting it at use, by not making friends with it, making friends of God with it. In fact, if we used it, and even if we risked it all, that's not squandering. That's what God desires us to do with this. And I think this is the point that Jesus is trying to make, that dishonest wealth that was given to the steward how he used it dishonestly. God has made us and given us every spiritual blessing in the heavens to be used honestly to make friends, friends of God. If we're not going to, we're worthless when it comes down to it. And we put this together, especially with the parable of the talents, the master who gives the talents and then goes away and comes back and the ones, that one servant who said, Master, I know you're a hard man, so I took the talent that you gave me and I buried it. You get, I get the sense that the master would have at least praised him if he would have tried and lost it. He didn't even try. It takes no talent at all, no, no work at all to go and bury a talent. 
But if he would have stood before the master and said, you know, master, I tried, I lost it, the master would have probably said, you tried, good. And I think that's the point of this parable, to use what God has given us. And yet we so often get caught up in in the things of this world. And that's ultimately what this mammon is. It's a word that sometimes we think it, it, it's the name of a false god. Well, it's not a, not a proper name. But we make mammon a false god. We might name the mammon in our lives as the nice house, the cars. My mammon is books, I have to admit. I think I'm going to conveniently forget that I have books to pack up when I... When Uh, the Lord invites me to move on from here. I have too much. This stuff that that surrounds our lives, that makes up our lives, that can take our attention away from what ultimately matters. This greedy, squandering steward misused his master's wealth. And so too sometimes do we misuse the true wealth of this world. We're to use it to lead others to Christ. Again, I do not think the Lord would condemn us if we used it and lost it. Because at least we tried. But better yet, I know as we stand before the Lord, he's going to say, what did you use the gifts and the talents that I have given you for? And if we say, we, I used it to make followers, more followers. I used it in a way that was a way to glorify you. There's going to be praise there. After all, if, he can, if the Lord can save this dishonest steward, look at that. How much more the stuff that we've get, been given honestly. It's all the Lord's anyway. We come this day, we ask the Lord to help us to use the things he has given us. To use them to bring others to Christ. To use them in ways that glorify him. Not, not, to not get caught up in the mammon of this world but rather to praise, to worship God. To know that it's always best to side on mercy's side. If we're going to err, let us be merciful. If we're going to err, let us be loving. If we're going to err, let us be like God is, generous, kind, compassionate. This is using the things that God has given us, even if we squander it.